Welcome to another episode of Preferred Walk-On. I'm your host, Max Chadwick. So we've already gone over my top 10 quarterbacks in college football and my top 10 running backs in college football. Now it's time for my top 10 wide receivers in the nation heading into next season. Of course, I put out all these lists, which you can check out at pff.com. But I want to put out a disclaimer. I have changed my mind ever so slightly on some of these lists as I've had more time to check out more and more of these guys, watch more and more tape on these guys heading into next season. So it's not entirely accurate to what I put out a few months ago. It's very, very slightly changed. And as you'll see when we get into it in just a second. But let's start off with the number 10 receiver in college football, in my opinion. And he's actually the leading returning receiver in college football. And that is Western Kentucky's Malachi Corley who last season had nearly 1,300 receiving yards. He was fourth in the country in that regard. In the top three were Tank Dell, Charlie Jones, and Rasheed Rice. And all three of those guys are in the NFL right now. So Malachi Corley is the leading receiver in college football, returning to college football. And what makes him so special is what he can do after the catch. He had 975 yards after the catch this past season which led all players in the nation by nearly 300 yards he also led all players in the country with 402 receiving yards after contact and he broke 40 tackles after the catch but didn't just lead all players in the country by 13 it was also the second most pff has ever seen in a single season since we started charting college football in 2014 the only player who had more was carlos henderson who in 2016 at louisiana tech broke 48 tackles after the catch and in third place behind malachi corley is rondale moore who in his true freshman season at purdue broke 37 tackles after the catch so at number 10 is malachi corley and the only change on this list that i made from the list that i put out a few months ago is here at number nine which used to be Vlad McConkey, the wide receiver from Georgia, who I still think is a phenomenal wide receiver. But now at number nine is Troy Franklin, the guy from Oregon who's getting a lot of first round buzz right now. Really big wide receiver at six foot three. Not the strongest receiver, though, only 178 pounds, but he's a very strong hands. He only dropped 3.1% of his catchable targets this past season massive catch radius as well he had a 139.2 passer rating when targeted which was 10th among power five receivers troy franklin has all the ability in the world want to see him of course add some weight to that six foot three frame but he's got all the talent in the world and very well could be a first round pick in the 2024 nfl draft so at number nine is troy franklin at number eight is another Pac-12 receiver who transfers from one Pac-12 school to another in Dorian Singer, now at USC, transferring there from Arizona, former walk-on to, he had 29 catches that went for 15 plus yards, which was tied for second among our five receivers returning, only behind Marvin Harrison Jr., who we'll of course get to later on in the video. He also had 1,105 receiving yards this past season, which was second in the Pac-12 to another guy we'll get to in Rome Adunze. Like I said before, transferring from Arizona to USC, and Trojans fans should be very familiar with this guy because last year against USC, 
Dorian Singer had 141 yards and three touchdowns against USC. So I think he'll be Caleb Williams' top target next year. It'll be the second straight year that USC has a, their top receiver being a transfer. Of course, Jordan Addison went in the first round of this last year's draft. But I think Dorian Singer is the next top receiver for Caleb Williams. And he comes in at number eight. At number seven is Johnny Wilson from Florida State, who was quietly one of the most efficient receivers in college football this past season. He averaged 3.36 yards per route run, which led all power five receivers. He looks like a tight end. He's six foot seven, 235 pounds, but he's actually a really good receiver. And he had 205 receiving yards after contact, as, as you'd imagine, pretty hard to tackle guy that big that was seventh most in the power five also he was 10th in the power five with 561 receiving yards against single coverage so at number seven is johnny wilson at number six is the first of two washington receivers that we're talking about today that is jalen mcmillan from washington who plays more in the slot for the huskies but still he makes up probably the second best duo in college football he's half of that duo with another guy that we'll get into in a second but mcmillan ultimate chain mover he had 54 combined receiving first downs and touchdowns which trailed only marvin harrison jr among returning power five receivers just like dorian singer also had 29 catches of 15 plus yards which were tied for second behind of course marvin harrison jr and like i said before roma dunze who we'll get into in a second jalen mcmillan and Michael Penix Jr., who I think is a top five quarterback in the country, that Washington passing attack is going to be scary next year. And Jalen McMillan is a big, big reason for that. And at number five is Malik Neighbors from LSU, who wasn't really expected to be the top target for the Tigers this past season, but he was because Keishon Butte didn't really live up to the expectations, but Malik Neighbors exceeded them this past season. He was a monster after the catch he forced 21 missed tackles on receptions which were the fifth most among power five receivers he had 204 receiving yards after contact which also ranked eighth in the power five so malik neighbors the only sec receiver on this list as well so malik neighbors the best receiver in the sec at number four Guy who had kind of a disappointing sophomore season compared to what he did as a freshman in 2021, but I'm still kind of buying into this guy, and that is Xavier Worthy from Texas. He had a 70.1 receiving grade this past season, which was more than 10 points lower what he posted in 2021 as a true freshman. Despite having 10 more targets this past season, he recorded over 200 fewer receiving yards and four fewer receiving touchdowns as a sophomore i think the big reason for that was that he became much more of a downfield receiver for the longhorns this past season and that kind of took away his best ability which is what he can do after the catch as a true freshman he had 526 yards after the catch which were the 10th most in the power five he was 41st in the power five this year with only 324 yards after the catch and like i said became much more of a downfield receiver his average of the target as a sophomore was like 18 yards compared to 13 as a true freshman so i'm hoping texas can get him more involved in the short and intermediate game this season that's where he'd really really shine for the longhorns and also this is kind of for an nfl thing but he's got to put on a lot of weight as well he's only six foot one 164 pounds 
and I think he could be a first round pick, but you know, a lot of people were talking about Devontae Smith's size. Even he was bigger than Xavier Worthy. So Xavier Worthy is going to put on a little bit of weight, uh, but I still think he could bounce back in a major way as a junior. I think he's got the talent to do so. At number three is Roma Dunze from Washington, the other Husky on this list. And he and Jalen McMillan, I think, make up the second best duo in college football in terms of receivers. And of course, the best duo is the Ohio State duo, which we'll get into at number two and number one. But yeah, Roma Dunze, man, he is the most productive returning power five receiver. He had 605 receiving yards against single coverage, which trailed only Marvin Harrison Jr. among Power 5 receivers. He's also the third most valuable returning Power 5 receiver, according to PFF's wins above average metric. And I mentioned before, the Ohio State duo at number two and number one. At number two is Emeka Egbuka from the Ohio State, the wide receiver U right now. And it remains to be seen who will be the next quarterback for Ohio State after C.J. Stroud, whether that be Kyle McCord or Devin Brown. I think it will be Kyle McCord. But whoever it is will be throwing to not only the best duo on college football, but the two best receivers in college football. Outside of Marvin Harrison Jr., Emeka Egbuka was the most valuable Power 5 wide receiver last year, according to PFF's wins above average metric. Only Marvin Harrison Jr. had more receiving yards and receiving touchdowns than Igbuka among returning Power 5 receivers. He also averaged nearly three yards per route run, which was third in that returning Power 5 receiver group as well. So Mecca Igbuka, phenomenal receiver, would be easily the number one receiver on any other team besides his own because, of course, his teammate is Marvin Harrison Jr. at number one, who not only is the best receiver in college football, he's one of the best players in college football and could go down as one of the best wide receiver prospects that we've seen in the NFL draft in, in quite a long time. He is a special, special player. Six foot four, 205 pounds. He's an absolute freak athlete. He actually came in at number two on Bruce Melvin's freaks list last year, even before he broke out as a sophomore. And Bruce Melvin at the Athletic, one of the top college football reporters every year, he ranks the top freak athletes in college football, like the top 100 or so. And Marvin Harrison Jr. came in at number two on that list. Of course, the son of a Hall of Famer, Marvin Harrison Sr. Uh, he was Marvin Harrison Jr. was both the highest graded and most valuable wide receiver in the country last year, according to PFF's wins above average metric. Against single coverage, he led all FBS receivers with 878 receiving yards and 14 touchdowns against single coverage. He, this guy is unguardable one-on-one. -on -one. You're gonna need a corner and a safety on this guy every single game. Uh, he's that special. And look, he didn't win the Blitnikoff last year, but I thought he was robbed. I didn't think it should have gone to Jalen Hyde. I think Marvin Harrison Jr. was the best receiver in college football last year, and most likely gonna be the best receiver in college football this year. But that's what I got for my top 10 receivers in college football. Heading into the 2023 season, of course, I know you don't agree with this list entirely. So let me know in the comments below what you think about this list. And make sure you subscribe to the channel for more top 10s like this. And also more interviews with some of the best players in college football. Go check those out if you haven't already. But yeah, that's what I got. So see you guys later.